everybody, and welcome to That's Life, where we are wearing boots and jackets and sweaters. Oh my, because yes, it is cold here in New York. Good morning, folks, and thanks for listening. I'm Miriam L. Wallach, super happy about the weather change, blogger, writer, general manager here at the Nachum Siegel Network. You can find me here right after Allison and right before Nachum's live lunch, and it is the pride of Houston behind the board today. Hello, Yoni Pollock. Ho, 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 ho. I don't know what that is. Yoni, no. so have you been catching up on your sleep now that the postseason is over? I know, right? I've actually <laughs> really just been catching up on other TV, oh. so no. So the answer oh. is no. Well, I was going to say you look so much more well-rested, but no. I guess that was premature. Yeah. All right, but you've been you've since re- been receiving many mazel tovs. Many mazel tovs. I, I wonder, like, one day, whenever that day is, like, I get engaged, am I going to get more mazel tovs then or, like, now? Um, that's a good question. I don't know. It's I don't know either. I, I, I hope it's not close. I, I hope that that one blows this one out of the water. Maybe. You never know. I mean, the World Series is great and everything, but you didn't actually play. So it's not exactly I your... I, did, I know. So I know. Go with that. And by the way, you're as exhausted as if you did play. So, so <laughs> it's, there's it's that. It's mentally draining. Yeah. Just like for the players, for the fans too. That, that I hear. And the word, the term diehard certainly applies to yeah. you. So there's that. Um, we're gonna do. We're gonna quickly do the fortune cooking. We're also gonna mention that in terms of the national holidays, while there are a few to mention, the only one really that is worth mentioning is that it is Kristallnacht, um, which literally means the night of crystal. It is often referred to as the night of broken glass. The name refers to the wave of violent anti-Jewish pogroms which took place on November 9th and 10th in 1938. This wave of violence took place throughout Germany, annexed Austria, and in areas of the Sudetenland and Czechoslovakia recently that were occupied by German troops. Kristallnacht owes its name to the shards of shattered glass that lined German streets in the wake of the pogrom, broken glass from the windows of synagogues, homes, and Jewish-owned businesses that were plundered and destroyed during the violence. So no matter what else might be going on in this country today, that is the national holiday that needs to be remembered. Let's quickly do the fortune cookie. Oh, if I can open the fortune, that one one, it morning. is. It's a little. It's 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 it's. It's tough. colder outside, so. So I you think it's, it's even the fortune cookies are reacting? I, okay, that's my guess. Sometimes a stranger can bring great meaning to your life. You know what? That's cool. And it's true because that would be Michael. I was just gonna, that would be Michael. Like, but we'll t- Michael right now. I am talking about Michael, but we'll talk about Michael another day because my interview, my my guest is already on the line. You're listening to That's Life here at the Nachum Siegel Network, and we have a team Yachad update this morning. I haven't spoken to Coach Jazz in what feels like forever. I mean, it was so long ago that Ellie Hagler was still working at Yachad. So it is my, it is my absolute pleasure to welcome Coach Jazz back to That's Life. Good morning, Coach. Good morning. How are you? I am so well. How are you? I'm fantastic. Excellent. I'm just having a little trouble hearing you. If you could get a little closer to the phone, that'd be great. Okay, can you hear me now? Yeah, we're doing all right now. Thank you. So, Coach to Coach Jazz, for those people who don't remember her, she is a certified running coach, an American Council of Exercise certified trainer. She has run four marathons, numerous half marathons, and shorter races. This is her ninth year. Oh, my gosh, it's like a marriage. It is her ninth year coaching ninth year. <laughs> coaching team, Yachad. And every participant has crossed the finish line in both the marathon and half marathon. Jazz has coached 
hundreds of participants for numerous teams in various races, ranging from a 5K to an ultra marathon. She's the owner of her own fitness company, Pace for Success, where she offers boot camps to strengthen runners and running programs. And she is a complete inspiration and crazy, crazy runner. (laughs) How's it been, Coach Jazz? How's training going so far? Oh, my gosh. It's good. We, You know, we have people signed up, but we definitely were looking to get more participants in for the amazing experience for our race weekend. So I'm glad to be on with you so we can really pump up our program and really get people excited to come and join us. Right. People who are interested in running, they can go to team. They can email team Yachad at OU.org. They can also call 212-613-613. Eight three zero one. You know, Coach Jazz, I'm so excited that you're on. A number of months ago, I actually printed out an article that has been uh-huh. sitting on my desk since then, and and I've been w- waiting to talk to you and Team Yachad about it because the title of this article is "What's the Most Popular Workout in the World?" And according to Fitbit, this article was printed in the L.A. Times. Uh, uh, in the L.A. Times, according to Fitbit. The most popular activity around the world is running. And to me, that is stunning. Why do you think that is? I think because it's something that you can just put your sneakers on and hit the road. You know what I mean? It's also very cathartic if you're stressed out, you know. Whatever's going on in your life, it's so easy to just put. You don't have to wait for a certain time for class or a certain time for a gym to open, you know what I mean? You just get up, put your sneakers on, lace them up, and you go. So it's so easy. And I'd say within the past 10 years, running has become so popular and definitely endurance events like half marathons. You know, like the New York City Marathon this weekend, we just had 51,000 runners. When I ran it in 2009, it was like 40. You know, so more and more people are really get realizing the benefits also of running with your health, with, you know, so many things that it's, it's so good for, but it's just easy access. So 11, you know? uh, so you're making a great point is that the only gear you really need here is a pair of sneakers. Yeah, definitely. And you don't have to wait for anyone, you know, you just go, you put your sneakers on. And, you know, you, you just hit the road. But you, you have know? to you have to admit, Coach Jazz, I mean, there are mornings that you and I do not want to lace up. <laughs> no, of course. Right. Of course. <laughs> of course. Well, there are all different levels of runners. You know, they're the ones who like to go on later in the day. They're the ones who are like, you know, I want to get up. I want to get it done early and get it out of the way. You know, there are different levels. There are the joggers. I just want to get out and just do a little something, you know, but but um, more and more people are doing it. Do you, you know? th- do you think that it's easier for your first half, half marathon, and I'm using easier in quotation marks, to do it for your own, you know, edification, for your own inspiration, or to do it in honor of or in support of an organization, a great organization like Yahad? Like, which way is the best way to start your first marath- half marathon? I did mine for charity when I first started, and I am 100% in, um, I agree with the fact that it's amazing to do it for a charity or in honor of someone. 
because you realize that everything that you're doing, it's not just for yourself. You know what Mm. I mean? Like, I can get instant gratification. I could sign up for any half marathon and say it's on my bucket list and I'm going to do it and you train and you do it. But it's so much, it means so much more to say I'm raising money for this amazing organization and look at all the great work that, that they do. And so I'm getting up. I don't want to get up at six, but I'm getting up to run because of the cause. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not just about you. It's way bigger than you. And, and I think it's a great way to tie people in um, to really do something amazing and really feel good about themselves. No, I, I agree with you. That that greater motivator, especially on dark and cold mornings. Yes. Yeah. Yes. If it's just for me, I can say, eh, I'm not in the mood. But if I'm like, I have to go out because people are, are supporting me and they're giving me funds because I'm running this race and I owe it to everyone in the charity to get my butt up and get out of here. And then, of and, you co- do it. and then, of course, being part of a team. In this case, you yes. really are part yes. of a team. There's a there's a whole world behind you. How many how many um, coaches are working with you this year? Um, well, we we have four coaches, um, which we've been rocking with four coaches for a couple of years now. And um, so, the great thing about it is your race your race weekend. You know, we get out to Miami, and you get to meet everybody from the U.S. and Canada. You know that support Yakon, and they all come together. I've been training them all virtually through emails and and um, stuff, and we all get together. And you realize that's when you realize, wow, I'm a part of something so much bigger. You've got all your teammates there. You get to meet people, other runners, and their families, and it's just pretty spectacular. No, I agree with you. I remember my my first time running with Team Yachad. I had the great opportunity to be there for the weekend, and it was so much fun, and it was certainly inspirational, and the whole family felt it. You really feel like, yes. like you're part of a family. No, you really do. Everybody is um, just so so amazing, and what always touches me the most are so many of the um, adults and the kids with special needs that they do the marath- they they do the half marathon, you know, um, and they're out there, and it's no better way for you to really see how important it is. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, it's it's really. I come back from that weekend, and I'm walking on clouds for mm-hmm. a few weeks. And, and, and I, I, I can believe it. And you work with other organizations also. You know, this is not your only charity organization, but I imagine that this one holds a special special place in your heart. Oh, it totally does. I told them that I tell Dr. Lichtman that he stuck with me forever. <laughs> you know, um, as long as they'll have me, I'll keep coming back. Because when I was first introduced to Yakad, um, it was a time when I was transitioning um, from out of my fashion career and I started fit, you know, into my running and as a running coach and they were the first outside of another group that I worked with um, when the young man reached out to me and told me about the organization and when I went there were only 30 runners. So when you've been a part of something from 30 to 200, (gasps) you know what I mean? It definitely holds a special place and I know what everyone needs that weekend. You know, I right. need the I know the support that's needed, and so of course you want to be a part of that. You know, I want to see them. I see them. We we go to all different miles on the course, mm. all different mile markers. So you've got coaches throughout the entire course. 
Right. And we've got salt, we've got water, we've got Gatorade, we've got stuff to rub you down if you're, you know, having any issues. So it's like we need to be there, you know? No, I hear you. I hear you. You're listening to That's Life here at the Nachum Siegel Network, and Coach Jazz leads the coaching team for Team Yachad. If you want information, you can go to miami.teamyachad.com. You can also email them at teamyachad at ou.org. All right, Coach Jazz, so the weather has just changed. It's the, you know, the, the, still the beginning of November. We can still continue, continue, consider it the beginning of November. Is it too late to start training? No, it's not too late. It's not too late at all. I think this is the time now where anyone who's thinking about doing this, this is a great time to really get on board and, and join the team. Um, and it's definitely not too late. The race is at the end of January, so you have the time. You know, as long as you're committed, you make sure that you get out, you know, and, and follow a calendar and get runs in and get in at least one day of strength training. You know, you can do on on your own. I hate to say a lot of people show up and they're like, Jess, I haven't trained. <laughs> And that's why I'm there, because <laughs> myself and the coaches get them through it. Right. I, yeah. there are, they're always there the smart Alex. Right. <laughs> yeah. There are different levels of runners. There are those who are like, oh, my God, type A, and they do everything on the calendar. And then there are others who are like, listen, I was in school or I was working, and, and they've done something. And so on that weekend, we get them through the race because we tell them how to approach it. Yeah, Not no. Not the best scenario, but given we make sure that everyone crosses. Yeah, no, that's that's obviously exceedingly important. And the fact that you give everyone tips throughout the weekend, make sure you're drinking, make yep. sure you're, you know, and people don't appreciate the need of salt. You got to keep salt oh in God. your body. Yeah. Now, all of those things are important. And so, but that's at the end of the, that's, you know, that's at the end of the training. If somebody is starting tomorrow, Coach Jazz, and they listen to this interview and they're like, that's it. I'm doing it. I've always said I'm going to run a half. Yachad is a great organization to do it for. Tell me what, after they sign up, what's the first thing they're doing tomorrow? Um, they're going to a running store. Um, you've got Jack Rabbit. You've got a lot of the shoe companies have running stores. Um, in the city, and they can get, or in whatever area that they're in, and they want a gait analysis, which is uh-huh. free in all running stores. And basically, you go on a, a treadmill, and they see if you pronate or supinate, and which is if you turn in or out, and they recommend a sneaker for you. And once you're in that sneaker, because that's the most important thing, you don't want to run in a bad sneaker because right. then you'll tell us that you've got issues with your knees or with your hips or with your ankles. So being in the right sneaker is key. Once you do that, you get the right sneaker, and then you slowly start the process. I like to tell people to start with a run walk. So if the schedule would say, like, you know, one hour, you have them uh, run a minute, walk a minute, or Walk for four minutes, run for one minute. No one's trying to run, especially the adults like they did back in high school. (laughs) It's a progressive thing, you know? So we start you off slowly, and the human body is amazing. It does whatever we train it to. So you're in the right sneaker. You slowly start on the program of trying to get in three runs a week, and um, you start the process. And if you can get in one day of of strength training that's amazing because you need a strong body right and so then 
outside of just training for a half, you get healthier and you get stronger, you know? Right. There's there's so much to that. It's funny that you, you that you mentioned the sneakers first. I mean, because obviously, like we're saying that running is is the easiest sport to start because all you need is a pair of sneakers. But you need a good pair of sneakers. So you yeah. so you yeah. the trainer you need a good pair. and don't go into a store um, like Models or like Foot Locker and just go to the running section and buy a pair of sneakers because it looks like it's a great color or because it says running, because that may not be the sneaker to support you. So that's why going into any of these running stores and having someone do a gain analysis on you, it lets you know what kind of sneaker you should be in. A neutral sneaker, if you have flat feet, you need more posting and support, you know? Um, I have flat feet, and so I know it's really important to have that support. So there's so many variations, I, and you want to make sure that you're running in the right sneaker, or you could get discouraged and think running's not for you, and it's not the case. You're just not in the right shoe. I actually, I mean, I'm living proof of that, Coach Jazz, because last, I had bought a bunch of pairs of new sneakers, and I thought one of them was a home run, and they were all flops. And then last week, I went back to the brand that has been tried and true for years and I bought a new pair and my running has just been so much better since. Oh. It's unbelievable. I'm in no pain now. I am in no pain. I know. Yeah, and that's the other I'm thing. in love. You should never be in pain. Right. You should never be in pain. People don't realize that. But can I just ask you something else? And yeah. I don't and I don't want to minimize this when we're talking about gear, but I also find, as a person, I mean, like, you know, you're an avid runner. Me, I, I try to get in my, my runs and my races, etc. but I can just as easily decide not to do a run. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. so I, So I decided that one of the ways to help me get motivated, and please don't judge me, is to get myself, like, a new piece of running gear that's not a pair of sneakers, like a shirt that I'm excited about or a jacket I'm excited about or just something to be like, all right, I have a new piece of clothing that's going to help me, you know, that that has this kind of mesh in it and this reflector and this whatever, and I'm going to wear it tomorrow and I'm going to go run. Like, is that so bad? Uh, <laughs> it's not so bad. Okay. Okay. It's what gets me back out on the course, Coach Jazz. Isn't that important? Well, you know what? That's what's important. You know, especially for people that are running for fun, you know? Right. Um, it's There are little things to get you motivated, and getting you up and out and running is what's most important to us, you know? Uh, yeah, That's no. That's what's most important to us. So it's really, really um, you know, it's not the best scenario, but if that's what it, it is that gets you up and going, then that's 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 really it. Okay, you know? so then so then we're gonna be we're gonna be really happy about my great sneakers, and we're gonna give me a pass on the fact that I decided to buy myself a new running shirt just to get me back out there. Yes. Okay. Yes, okay. You know I can what? live with that. There's nothing better than when you get something that because I would always tell people. When I'm dressed like a runner, I remember when I first started running and I showed up and I didn't have the running gear, you know, because you're used to running in the gym or that stuff. So it's so different. So once I went out and I got the gear that I needed to right. run, I had the right sneakers. I had the right shirt. I had the right running tights. 
it completely changed the game for me. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying, Coach Jazz. I'm like, I'm, I'm dressing like a runner. I'm feeling like a runner. Yes. I'm going out and I'm doing it. Absolutely. Okay. If you feel empowered and you feel good. Exactly. You know? Exactly. And, so I get. And you do. You totally run better and you feel stronger and. You know, it's definitely empowering. So. so so I get more than a pass now. Now I get a thumbs up. You get a thumbs up. All right. Up. <laughs> All right, Coach Jazz, let's talk about something else because we only have a few minutes left. So we've okay. we've gotten our, our new sneakers that are that are right for us and somebody has checked to see how we're running and what our stride looks like and what our gait looks like. Fantastic. Now what people don't realize this, Coach Jazz, and yes, the strength training is hugely important. But let's yeah. talk about what people are now eating. Oh my gosh! So I'll tell you, it's really important because this is what I get all the time. People are running more, so they're more hungry. So they think, "Oh, I'm going to eat what I want because I just ran off, you know, 800 <laughs> calories." Right. You know. Um, in the overall picture, and then you have people that train and they gain weight instead of losing, and they're like, how can I gain weight? But I'm running so much. <laughs> it's all about That's me. the way yeah. that you take in your meals, meaning your percentage of, we call them macros, your carbs, your protein, and your fat. Okay. 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 So just because um, before a long run, we say that you should take in more carbs, it doesn't mean that I have a bowl of pasta, you know? It means that I still have my plate is 75% carb, and then you have everything else in proportion. Uh, it doesn't mean that you take a double helping of carbs. I don't know, Coach Jazz. That's what it meant to me. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Okay, it doesn't. <laughs> but that answers you know, the question. Yeah, Yeah, I'm with you. You know, it's it's just taking in the right and, and eating often enough. But really, like the overall thing with, with when it comes to, to exercise and running and food is trying to eat clean, trying to eat healthy. Because if you're doing all this stuff that's great for you, we have to make sure that the inside is fueled. Food is fuel, you know. Right. So we want to make sure that we're fueled up, but we're just not overeating, just changing the percentage of what we're taking in. And Coach Jazz. And not necessarily doubling up on the carbs because we're like, we need to carb load. I'm running for two hours tomorrow, and it's, like, easy. Right. So Just, then my, my follow-up question for Coach Jazz, and this with this we have to wrap up, is that with everyone who's afraid of eating carbs right now or who's afraid of eating white flour or those of us who are gluten-free, like, what yeah. are we substituting? Can I eat a baked potato and count that as my pre-run well, you know food? What? I love sweet potato. It's amazing. Really? You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sweet potato is great. So it doesn't it have to so be pasta. Nutrients. It's a carb. It's so good. Baked sweet potato, a piece of lean fish or chicken, and a little bit of pasta. Now, when you take gluten-free, I have hypothyroid, so I'm not supposed to have gluten. So there's gluten-free pastas, gluten-free rice. There are so many things available to us now. Amazing. That we don't have to settle for anything that's going to make us bloated or make us not feel good. All right. So really... There's stuff like you can have baked potato, a piece of fish, or a piece of, you know, lean meat or whatever. And then you have your rice. You have whatever it is that you're going to have. But understand, carbs are important when you are 
doing intense exercise like running because carbs turn into glycogen in the body and the body needs glycogen to perform, you know? So there are a lot of people who are on diets and they're like, well, I'm not going to have any carbs. You have to feel well fueled for your workout. If that means that you're not eating carbs but you feel great, bravo for you, that doesn't mean it's going to work for me. Well, Coach so Des... you have to test out what's going to work best for you. Coach Des just told me I can have a potato, and that's all I needed to hear out of this whole interview, Coach Jazz. <laughs> a sweet potato. A sweet potato. All right, I'll sacrifice it. I'll go for the sweet, sweet potato. potato. Runners can sign up. Guys, you can sign up. It is not too late. Go to miami.teamyaha.com. You can register there, or if you're still not ready, you can still support the organization by supporting a runner again that's the team website miami.teamyaha.com you can also email teamyaha at ou.org or call 212-613-8301 coach jazz you are amazing i can't wait to speak to you again closer to the race thanks so much for your time have a great day you too. Bye. Bye. You've been listening to That's Life here at the Nahum Siegel Network. We have a full afternoon of programming for you right after That's Life. It's the live lunch hosted by Nahum Siegel right here on the Nahum Siegel Network. And, of course, the afternoon continues with a full afternoon of programming all day long, including Throwback Thursday with a with an episode from 2006 that features Rebbits and Young Rice and the Arab Shabbos show hosted by Mark Zomick tonight at 7 p.m. Tomorrow morning, join Nachum as he hosts JM the AM from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern Time. And at the conclusion of JM the AM, join Naomi for Table for Two. Stay tuned after that is the encore presentation of the Kedem Arab Shabbos show from the night before, also hosted by Mark Zomick, or I should say still hosted by Mark Zomick. And then the Kedem Arab Shabbos um, music mix continues up until candlelighting here in the New York area. Rami hosts Saturday Night Seagull, Motzei Shabbat. Matas hosts JM Sunday, as he has been seamlessly since its inception, this Sunday at 7 a.m. Eastern Time. Closing out today, you can hear it in the background, closing out today with a nod to faith, faith in mankind, faith in kindness, and faith in prayer. Our faith has been challenged lately in this country, but never underestimate the power of any of these three things. So here's my TBT moment. It's Pray by Michal Przanski. That's life, everybody. Bye, guys. You hit rock bottom when all the answers asked for seem ignored. Because you never got them. There's not a door you haven't tried, but every key is locked inside. Your faith is shaken to the ground. When all the hope you cling to slips away, you're treading water. When desert winds are blowing sand astray, sun's getting hotter. The highest mountains block your view. The woods are deep, you can't see through. You're losing hope, you'll ever find your way.
starts with gentle breeze But soon turns to thunder There's not a cure you haven't tried And every tear inside you cried That's when it's time to find your way Oh, hello.